tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash boostbytaxday to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com slash boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC. Member SIPC. Expected major shakeup in Akufuado's government uh, this morning. We have a list of purported ministers who are leaving and those who are coming in for you shortly. Meanwhile, MP for Noctong Samuel Okujetua Blackwa says the reshuffle has come rather too late and might not yield any results. I mean, honestly, it's a little too late. Uh, many Ghanaians uh, had expected that this non-performing team, which has delivered the worst economic crisis in living memory. MPP minority in parliament said to test the sincerity of Dr. Baumia's intention to scrap taxes by presenting a private member's bill in the House to abolish the taxes more. As minority leader says his side will not allow the vice president to take the country on the ride. Yes, weapons indiscriminately maim and kill innocent men, women and children, inflicting lasting physical and psychological harm. Plus, all African states urge to ratify the International Convention on Anti-Personal Mines, widely known as landmines. That's according to Vice President Dr. Baumia, revealing the deadly explosive devices killed or injured over 4,700 persons in 2022, with close to 50% being children. We're live on uh, our Facebook, Instagram, and X Spaces by joining us on TV. My personal handle is at the Nana Aisha. Please stay for details.
Many thanks for choosing us. President Ekufuado has announced a major shake-up in his government today. This marks President Ekufuado's major ministerial reshuffle since assuming office in January 2017. With barely 10 months until 2024 polls, the president has announced a significant changes that will see some of his trusted and reliable hands moving to other ministries, while others will altogether exit this administration. There's been intense pressure on the government to sack the finance minister who many accuse of throwing the country's economy out of gear. Calls for government to also cut expenditure to redeem the failing economy have fallen on deaf ears. My colleague Samuel Mbura is with, the, with me in the studio. He has a list of ministers who are leaving and those replacing them. Uh, what does the statement say? Well, uh, Aisha, following the reorganization of the government, President Akufado has submitted uh, to Parliament for prior approval through the Speaker of Parliament, uh, some uh, sector ministers and deputy ministers as well. So these are the ministries that have been affected. The Health Ministry, Dr. Bernard Okoboy, is taking over from Dr. We have the Environment, Science, Technology and Innovation, uh, Honorable Ophelia Mensah Hayford, is the one taking over information minister the deputy information minister fatima to abubakar is taking over from her boss gender children and social protection we have honorable dakwa niman uh, the one taking that particular, uh, ministry local government decentralization and rural development that is uh, honorable dan butcher's um, uh, ministry has been taken over by martin ej mensa kosa we have education and water resources honorable lydia seram alassan is the minister designated for that sector tourism arts and culture we have um, honorable andrew ejapa mesa greater accra regional minister titus glover is taking over from uh, henry Cote. ot uh, region the regional minister has been replaced by daniel um, makato there then the deputy ministers uh, that have also been designated are the information ministry we have uh, sylvester tete uh, local government decentralization and rural development Vincent Echo Esifua. We have communication and digitalization. Charles Echampon is uh, the deputy minister designated for that. Uh, in the health uh, ministry, we have uh, Adelaide in team, Alexander Akwesi Aqua. Works and housing, Dr. Prince Hamidu Ama has been designated as a dep uh, deputy minister in the works and housing ministry. Lands and natural resources, um, Kwesi Konedu. Is taking over fisheries and aquaculture development. Musa Abdul Aziz Ayaba. Energy, John Kobina Sani. Collins Adomako Mensah. These are the two ministers designate for the energy ministry. Education, we have Kingsley Nyako. Employment and labor relations, Festus Ewa Kofi. Uh, has also been designated for employment and labor relations. Gender, children, and social protection. Uh, Honorable Benjamin Sechiri has also been designated. So these are the ministers that have also been uh, reassigned. So the president, Nana Kufado, has reassigned uh, the following ministers uh, of state and deputy ministers of state to new offices and has directed that they assume their respective uh, duties with immediate effect. So if you look at the finance ministry, we have Mohammed Amin Adam. Mm, doctor. Yeah. So interior, Henry Kote. Is going as a substantive minister. Mm. We are signed from the Greater Accra region to the yeah. interior. Mm. Roads and Highways Ministry, Francis Asensubwachi, MP for Bantuma, who is um, at the moment the Minister for Works, Works and, Housing, and Housing, has been reassigned mm. to Roads and Highways, taken um, over from uh, Mr. Mwakwatha. Okay. Um, the Minister of State and uh, Office of the President, Honorable Ambrose Derry, mm. who is the Interior Minister, mm -hmm. has been designated. Um, the, to so the ministry, the I mean, the, at the office yeah, of the minister of state and the office of the, mm. the president. And then works and housing now goes to Kujo Kujokoma. And then the deputy minister of state, we have Abdullah Abanga. He used to be uh, his uh, local government and decentralization, uh, decentralization and, and rural, rural development. development. Um, uh, he has also been designated to that particular place yeah. as the deputy minister by the president. So these names will be submitted to parliament. And then they'll pass through the procedure mm. and then um, subsequently assume their offices if they all pass through the vetting and all the uh, processes that are involved.
So what, what will this reshuffle mean to fixing the country's economy? Is it uh, too little, too late? Uh, we'll be having a conversation in our subsequent bulletins on this a list that has been uh, uh, released by the president. Let's get on to other stories. It was a bold declaration from a sitting vice president and chairman of the economic management team, Dr. Mamadou Baumia, to abolish a raft of taxes introduced by his government under his watch if elected president well tonight uh, this morning the NPP minority in Parliament is set to test the sincerity of its intention by presenting a private members bill in the house to abolish the taxes this according to the minority leader dr. Kasiela to forcing is to test whether the vice president can get his NPP side to back such a bill he was speaking on PM Express with Evans Mensa president we all know today He's the second in command in the President Takufuado's government. Second in command. He acts as president when the president is out of the country. He is the leader of the MPP, the ruling party. If he so desires and wants this bill, uh, this tax removed, he should do it now. He still hasn't to prove to the people of Ghana that the leader of the MPP, the governing MPP party, well, the, the leader... The party is not the government. Oh, the leader, the governing MPP party. The executive president takes... Let me tell you. The final decision. Let me tell you. He is not He cannot hoodwink the people of Ghana on the back of his stories. We've had enough. We've had enough of this. And in the coming days, I'll tell you what we are going to do. We will get someone... Probably to bring a private member's bill to get these taxes removed and see if the MPP will support it. Which of them? Let's list them. E-Levy? A number of the taxes. Emission levy that we voted And some of the VAT. Betting. The VAT, the betting tax, tax and all of that. And, and so we should it. remove the tax on betting and allow the betting industry and find better ways if you want to regulate it, regulate it but as such. I'm curious about this announcement you've made about your plan to have the bills removed, repealed. Yes. I mean, because it's currently law, which has been implemented. Why now? Okay, so the vice president has signaled to us that they don't want these taxes. That's what he said. And we saw their MPs in favor of these taxes, uh, uh, in favor of the, uh, pres the vice president's position. We had them. We saw some of them. So we want to test whether it is genuine. And so we'll bring the bill before Parliament, and we'll get them to vote for or vote against it, and we'll see how it works. But he says we'll do it next year. Why next year? Let me tell you, Evans, the people of Ghana cannot wait and go through this kind of excruciating hardships. We are suffering. I come from a rural community. My constituents are struggling. They are going through difficult times on the back of some of these taxes. Remove the vet, bet, betting tax now. Remove the emission levy now. Remove the e-levy now. Now, e-levy. Even if you send 50 Ghana cities, they will deduct it. Even if you transfer money from your own wallet to another wallet of yours, they will deduct it. Contrary to what the law is saying. Contrary to the MPP's own, uh, what do you call it, promise to the people of Ghana. They should remove it now. Let's stay in Parliament because government invested $12 million in setting up the controversial Japan Mineral Royalties in 2020. This was revealed at the Public Accounts Committee sitting Tuesday. The minerals trading vehicle, which was established as a special purpose vehicle for trading mineral resources on behalf of government, came under serious public criticism from civil society organizations who raised questions of transparency and viability of the, ve the venture leading to its suspension. It emerged at the Public Accounts Committee sitting during the hearing of the Minerals Income Investment Fund that 12 million With no fees or minimums and no overdraft fees, banking with Capital One is the easiest decision in the history of decisions. Even easier than choosing Charles Barkley in a pickup game. We'll take Barkley. Ha! First pick! Sorry, kids! Yep, even easier than that. With no fees or minimums and no overdraft fees, is it even a decision? Okay, here's the plan. Pass me the ball every time. This is banking reimagined. What's in your wallet? Terms apply. See CapitalOne.com slash bank for details. Capital One and a member FDIC. 
dollars was spent on consultancy, office space, and other initial preparations leading to the setup. Listen to Chief Executive Officer of the Fund, Edward Nanayao Quarantine. Which is a royalties company and um, fully owned by the Minerals Income Investment Fund. Um, as honorable members are aware, uh, this was put on hold. Um, the main reason for Japan was to have it was to have the IPO done, both in England and Ghana. Um, but for um, quite a number of factors or reasons, the president advised that um, this be put on hold. So Japan is on hold at the moment. Um, we, we are not proceeding as of now. Um, with okay. regards to uh, no a follow up to that, yes. has uh, uh, MIF made any investment or uh, no expenses in relation to the setup of the uh, Japan? Yes, Honorable Chair, um, definitely because this was an IPO, and um, as Honorable Members are aware, for every IPO, consultants extra shall come in. Um, the the establishment of an office in the United Kingdom. Um, and also in Ghana, etc., come into play. So there have been expenses. The whole idea was for MIF to be reimbursed after the IPO. Um, but as the IPO is now suspended, um, we, we, until, until that suspension is lifted, we, we can't uh, move on with Ejapa. How much have you spent so far in relation to Ejapa? I'll get the exact figure, but it should be circa. Uh, should be around 12 million 12 million yes. dollars 12 million dollars right 12 million dollars okay yes which is hanging now yes honorable chair one two million in establishing a japa now the president has advised that we should suspend it, or you should suspend it we didn't suspend it because we didn't establish anything at the end of the day if a japa is not able to carry out its objects, will you consider that we would have incurred a loss, financial loss, in this, in this transaction? Thank you, Honorable Chair. Ejapa, um, the expense of stores and IPO. So, if you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com slash boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC member SIPC. It is important that the uh, MIF and the JAPA and the Ministry of Finance look at how we could even use the company, it being a royalties company for other purposes. So the IPO for, for such an extensive global IPO, usually um, such expenses have to be, have to be um, 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 incurred for you to have an IPO. Unfortunately, in the investment bank world, this is what happens. So it is up to us to look at how we strategize in using this as a royalties company. There's an acute water shortage in Tamale. The situation is forcing residents to resort to diverse means of getting water. The Ghana Water Company says it's working round the clock to ensure that the challenge is tackled. Um, listen to Member of Parliament for Tamale South make a case in Parliament on Tuesday. And the matter relates to an acute water shortage in Tamale, a crisis that affects the daily lives of our constituents in the greater Tamale metropolis and its environs. And the acute water shortage has gripped our city, leaving our beloved people patch and uh, desperate. May I speak at that has occasioned some immense hardship and impacting negatively on every aspect of life in the Tamale city, whether from Gujatua, Kudula, through Lameshegu, through Sanarugu, through Kobulmakuku, or whether through Kutonle or Kasi or Sakasa. The problem remains the same. And our people are seen carrying what is popularly known as the Kufuo gallons in search for water. Mr. Speaker, many of the communities have not even seen pipe-borne water in the last few years. In some areas, for two years, no pipe flowing. And many of the rural areas, such as Toto, Iapala, Zoo, Nantonzo, Kapa'ile, have to rely on dam water. 
in order to be able to access uh, portable water. Mr. Speaker, almost all the Tamale water projects have suffered delays. I do know that government came in with some 272 million euro assurance that there will be further development on the Biowater International Limited uh, Water Project, which was at Dalang, and to move it to uh, Yapi so that access could be expanded even to affect areas like uh, Damangu. Mr. Speaker, Tamale is fast growing and is considered one of the fastest growing cities in West Africa and is becoming a major uh, problem for many of us members of parliament in that particular area. Mr. Speaker, accordingly, I want to uh, uh, government to consider declaring Tamale a water scarce zone, allocate emergency resources to address the immediate needs of residents in the Tamale metropolis, and then deploy emergency water relief supply even if the Ghana Water Company can ration water around the community, it may alleviate the suffering of the people. Mr. Speaker, in conclusion, the water shortage in Tamil is a humanitarian crisis demanding urgent attention by government. Head of Communications at the Ghana Water Company Limited, Stanley Mate, joins us with some answers. Mr. Mate, grateful for your time. What is the challenge of the Ghana Water Company Limited uh, in providing or supplying water to the Tamale Metropolis? Hello, Mr. Mate. I'm asking what the challenge is, reason why you haven't been able to supply water to the Tamale metropolis. Yeah, thank you very much for, for having me, Aisha. The Tamale, the Tamale situation uh, has got to do with some four or five uh, meetings which we have been working hard to, 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 to solve. Now, the first one currently is the, is the dry season. And the dry season, the levels of the Naune River goes down. So then we are unable to abstract enough for treatment. Now when the level also goes down, what we do is we fund uh, alluvial sand active. So it separates the water. It agitates the water and makes it highly separate. So when we abstract the water, we are unable to uh, abstract enough to treat enough for the people. So it has created a shortfall between demand and supply within the community. That is one of the reasons. This we have been trying to solve the community for a very long time, and but we haven't been successful, been very successful in, 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 in that area. Now the, the other one is the fact that our transmission line from for your time, Stanley Mate. So uh, we're looking at when for the water to be, you know, supplied back to the people. 
I'm saying that roughly when, I mean, when do you estimate that uh, these challenges will be uh, succumbed to and then you will uh, give them water? Tighten the system, except it's not enough to serve the entire uh, population uh, adequately the way they expect. Okay, so what we are doing is we are saying we are using other means in serving, especially the central service providers, um, like the hospitals and in the schools. And um, national security and NADBO are all helping in, in, in that thing. Okay, so I can't, I can't sit and give timelines when we will have enough water to uh, supply the community or the uh, metropolis 24-7. But we are doing everything possible so that people will have water, uh, enough water to survive on. What we are asking them to do also is to cultivate the habit of the culture of the storing water. So when water is flowing, you store. Or during your rationing day, you store. And the, the event where water is not flowing, you store to your, your, your story. So all these things are being done. And we also expect that the opinion leaders and the, the <coughs> and then the uh, member of parliament and other senior members of the community will also support the GWPL as we do everything possible to ensure that water, that, that adequate water is being properly. Stanley Mate is Director of Communications at the Ghana Water Company Limited. Now, as the world marks Valentine's Day today, love has taken a different meaning at the renal dialysis center of the Cape Coast Teaching Hospital. The nurses have come together with a heartfelt decision to show love and care differently to the patients. Their gesture is not just about medical care. It is about showing love and compassion to those who are essentially paying to live amidst economic challenges. For these medical professionals, it is a small way of giving back, reminding their patients that they are not alone in their journey towards better health. They have been speaking to Joy News. We are in the month of love, then sharing is caring. So the, the staff of the unit talk is that because our patients have this hardship, the stress is alone, and then sometimes they neglect from patients and those things. So we thought that it's not only medication that can help to ease their burdens, and then sometimes just a small touch, something small to touch their heart to show them that we care. So it's just a small gesture that we, the, the staff of the unit decided to give something to show our love in the month of love. So we did some small get-together for our patients. They are not expecting these things. Normally when they come, it's about giving medications, taking vitals and those things. Then suddenly you come to the unit and then there's this joy. We are singing praises, we are dancing, we are sharing uh, some uh, food and those things. So you know the feeling. Something small, but it, it's going to last our statistics, though we are giving the awareness and then we are sounding the cautions, but the trend seems to be increasing. For instance, last year, the, the average new patients, average, when I say average, from January, we had the, the hike around March, almost 18 patients in one, one month. Sometimes, for, so the average was about seven per, uh, cases per month which is so alarming compared to the various years, four or five patients averagely. So we see that the trend is still increasing. Hmm. So most of these patients have the chronic conditions, diabetes, hypertension, and then uh, nephrology cases from the young distance. Few instances, herbal medications also. And then our gynecological cases, acute hemorrhage, leading to these causes. They are also... Uh, it's also yeah. Yes. Herbal med- yes, the use of herbal medication. You know, these drugs have other uh, contents we don't really like. We agree that herbal medications do work all right. But we have the bad uh, co- uh, constituents that will also harm the kidneys one way or the other. So it's not an intention that they are taking to uh, get these effects, but they want to treat malaria, they want to treat uh, hypertension, and then they end up injuring the, the cells. It may be that they also have the, the, the risk already, so something small will just trigger the effect, and then they end up with these conditions. We realize that um, most of the times when 
um, family members are diagnosed. You, you see a lot of friends and family members coming together to support. However, a few weeks later, you become a burden sort of. And, and so they start shying away from you. And then social neglect, family neglect, affects the emotions of our clients. So we thought that it was necessary to show love even in the uh, month of love. So we, the, the unit came together to mobilize some funds to provide their clients with some snack just to show love. We would like to say a very big thank you to the unit, the dialysis unit of Cape Coast Hospital. We also like to use this opportunity to appeal to corporate institutions, corporate Ghana, individuals, the government, churches, mosques, anybody that is listening to us. Um, treating dialysis is a very serious issue. The patients themselves are going through financial problems, they are going through emotional problems, they are going through social and family neglect, and they really need our support. The unit at this time is also going through some major challenges, especially the machines that, the dialysis machines that are being used. Let's now take you to Parliament and speak with Parliamentary Correspondent Kwekwa Sante for some reaction on the ministerial reshuffle announced by President Ekufuado this morning. Kwekwa Sante, has the Speaker made the announcement in Parliament yet? Hello, Kweku. The Speaker of Parliament has not yet announced the reshuffle to the members of Parliament. There is a rule call currently ongoing where MPs expected to rise up and respond when they are called to, to signal that they are in house. But we expect that right after that, the Speaker of Parliament will actually read out the communication from the President, which will include necessarily these are new appointments that have been made by the President. So a lot of MPs are all now in the chamber because they have to be called and they have to respond that they are in Parliament. But the response generally on the minority side has been that this is a welcome development, especially because ministers like Senator have been asked from government, the minority have always been on the case of the finance minister, who they have accused of being the reason why the economy is struggling the way it is currently. But they also say that they feel this is like a Yankee kind of rate of where almost everybody has been given a new point. You look at the list, there are a lot more members of parliament who have now entered the executive, and some of them, the, 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 the analysis they've been convinced is that the president was more resource going into the 2024 election so that they can win their seats and win more seats for the 2025 parliament that will be if you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com slash boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. And so it's quite a mixed reaction. I just think like Mr. Walkie is like the best now. A deputy minister designated for information. Yesterday he had a location for Kenya Japan. He has just walked into the chief to, 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 to take part in the roll call. So it's mixed reaction. In fact, one other person that the minority did expected would have been would have been given a new post, would have been the majority of the statements about who have been widely checked to be heading towards the Ministry for Foreign Affairs. But that is not happening, it's not part of that. And it would mean that it would be the Minister of Parliamentary Affairs to continue to rule as majority leader. The expectation was that that, would, that change would have brought about some changes to the majority front base. That also has not happened yet for now. So, I have mixed reaction in Parliament in terms of these new changes that have been made. And the minority of people see that these changes are welcome, especially someone like Ken Ferreira, if no one is. Now, on the list, you, uh, there are many big guys who are leaving uh, to be replaced by others. Uh, the likes of Ambrose Derry, uh, the likes of the finance minister. Uh, have you cited any of these people who are leaving, and what have they been saying? How are they reacting to this, uh, this, uh, these changes? Well, Ambrose Derry is a regular in Parliament. He's not around until you said that he will come in later in this course. Is almost always around. The finance finish exists, the minority city, etc. But he is not an MP. 
So it is not expected that we be here at all, any now from now to the end of the year. Because you know when it comes to his official capacity as Minister of Finance, I want him to meet all his posts with immediate investments that are expected to be here. The Minister for Roads and Highway is also a regular in the house. He's also not around currently, and so we expect them to, to come out, and when they come in inside, we can get some more reactions from them, especially because of the seismic nature of these meetings that have been made. There are so many people who expect that the President would have done this long time ago, and finally it is coming out. So there, there, there's a lot of excitement about that. Let me, let me speak briefly to Honorable Chief and see what it makes of the president has finally made some changes, kind of where has gone. Surely you, talk, you, you are for the president now. Well, yes, he has done well, belated, so. But, you know, I, we, are, we are happy so far that the president has listened to the many, many calls for him to do what he has just done. Um, I don't know what was keeping him uh, from, from reflecting the thoughts and the minds of people that things were going bad, the economy was run down, the situation is bad, the whole government has problems. He kept everybody still on. So, better late than never, I think that's what he has done is good. Do you think in the last one year, each new set of people can make any significant changes to save the fortunes of the government? Probably allow Dr. Bamiya to win in 2024. Um, I, I don't think so. I don't think so. The whole system it's a systemic problem. The system is disrupted by suspicion of corruption, by the suspicion of malfeasance, poor management, inefficiency. So it's difficult for anybody coming in now to land a job and to create an influence, a change in the influence. So uh, in, the, in, the, in, the, in the whole system, I think that um, changes have happened. Let's see that. What they can do is to put a stop to the many, many masters um, um, that are occurring. If they're able to put a stop to it, it might not improve, but at least we don't want to see any situation of corruption, any, any allegations of um, bad governance and challenges in managing the economy. And the kinds of failures and, and uh, disruptions that followed Dr. Baumia and his promises and failures, you know, pretending that he was small and his voice, his voice was not big enough, and at economic management, people shouted him down, he wanted something. Could you, can you imagine the, the chairman of the economic management team to be shouted down by somebody else? So today, let's see that this is where the finance minister was the biggest, uh, he's out. Let's see whether the economy can readjust itself. So I, I don't have confidence that changes can happen, but I have confidence that we can put a stop to the many uh, challenges of failures and, and corruption allegations all over the state. Thank you very much. So that's all of Rashid for giving us some understanding of what this year in the minority about this issue. The new business is coming, like I told you earlier on, but I said it's a start a bit too late because the government just has about 11 months to go. They do not expect that this new set of people parliamentary affairs correspondent definitely will bring you more from parliament in our subsequent bulletins let's get on to other stories the world health organization is blaming the alarming rates of maternal mental health disorders in ghana on the lack of policies to protect such vulnerable groups this comes on the heels of a study by the who which indicates that about 50 to 57 percent of pregnant women and mothers in ghana experience clinical depression during and after childbirth. 13% of this figure who experience severe depression end up committing suicide. Joyce uh, Semefapesu has more. Globally, about 10% of pregnant women and 13% of women who have just given birth experience some form of mental disorder, primarily due to depression. 
Some of these mothers are compelled to commit suicide in severe cases. According to the World Health Organization, about 50 to 57 percent of women in Ghana suffer from maternal mental health issues, with depression being the most common case. Lead consultant for the World Health Organization on Maternal Health Dissemination Project, Dr. Promise Sefogar attributed the prevalence of the disorder due to a lack of screening and policy. So when a woman is pregnant, her body produces a lot of hormones that help her to go through the stress of pregnancy. Two of them we call estrogen and progesterone. So these hormones help to stimulate what we call feel-good factors in the woman so that she is okay to cope with the stress of pregnancy. After delivery, when the placenta comes out, the estrogen and the progesterone levels drop. But it's the same time that new baby stresses come up. So the woman who is predisposed begins to suffer anxiety, what we call postpartum blues, what we call perinatal depression, where she feels low in energy, unhappy. And the most severe form is what we call postpartum psychosis. Some of them get so severely depressed that they commit suicide. Suicide is just a sign of severe depression. In the very severe cases of postpartum psychosis, the woman feels that uh, there is something about to happen to my baby, which is more terrible than the baby dying. And as a result of that sensation, they kill the baby. Unfortunately, our health system does not have provisions for screening. So from what I've said, these disorders can happen to anybody. What is needed is for us to pick it up early or pick the warning signs. Then we do very little to avert major complications. And that is what is lacking. In Ghana, for now, we do not do routine screening for pregnant women. As we speak, we have reviewed all the maternal and child health related policies by the Ministry of Health and the Ghana Health Service, and including the Mental Health Act of 2012, there are no provisions for maternal mental health. There is none. And so we are emphasizing the call. Fortunately, the minister has accepted the call and said the ministry will take that up. So there is no policy, which is why the starting point is to have a national policy that mandates the inclusion of mental health coverage for all pregnant and postpartum mothers in order to optimize their well-being and that of their uh, newborns and children. Speaking at the ceremony in Accra, the Minister for Health, Kweku Ajman Menu, said the government considered the issues a serious one and is considering drafting a policy that will provide a safety net for mothers struggling with maternal depression. Maternal mental health issues can have significant implications for maternal and child health outcomes. To address these challenges holistically and globally, the WHO member states adopted and committed to meeting global targets of the Comprehensive Mental Health Action Plan 2013 to 2030 for improved mental health services to the people. Through this initiative, the government of Ghana has made several efforts to ensure the provision of high-quality mental health services to the population. And some of these include Mental Health Act 2012, Act 846, and the Mental Health Policy 2019, provide the policy and legal framework for deliberate actions within the landscape. I wish to assure you that the Minister of Health will provide the necessary leadership and direction to ensure the full implementation of the recommendations of this report. Strengthening mental health system and ensuring that women have access to the support and care they need during pregnancy and postpartum period is a collective effort that requires all levels of society to provide high-quality, sustainable maternal mental health services. This is achievable with the right political commitments, the right systems and structures, development partner support, and citizens' involvement. In severe cases of maternal mental health, some women end the lives of their babies. The growth 
physically and mentally of very young infant is likely to be affected by the actions of mothers with mental disorders. Prolonged or severe mental illness hampers the mother-infant attachment, breastfeeding and infant care. Rejoice, Semifak Pursuit Report, read to you. Let's take you back to Parliament where the Speaker is currently reading the President's letter which is announced on a reshuffle of his ministers. I have also been invited to participate as the main speaker at the Munich Young Leaders Program on 16 February 2024. Thereafter, I will depart Munich, Germany to Addis Ababa, Ethiopia to lead Ghana's delegation to the 37th Ordinary Session of the Assembly of Heads of State and Government of the African Union from 17th to 18th February 2024. I shall return to Ghana in the evening of Sunday, 18th February 2024. During my absence, the Vice President, Alaji, Dr. Mahmoudou Baumia shall, in accordance with Article 68 of the Constitution, act in my stead. Yours sincerely, Nana Adodankwa Akufu Ado. A Kia SUV is capable of taking you far, but when you use it locally to help your community, you go even further. Whether that's carrying cargo, Bringing your team with you. Ready? Or navigating new terrain. Power up your capability with the right Kia SUV. Do more with the Kia Sportage, Kia Telluride, Kia Sorento, or Kia Seltos. Kia. Movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. The second message dated 14th February 2024. And it reads, Mr. Speaker, request for prior approval of ministers and deputy ministers of state designates. I trust this finds you well and in good spirits. Following the reorganization of the government, I am writing to seek, to seek parliamentary approval for the following appointments into the executive in accordance with Article 78, 79, and 256 of the Constitution. A. Ministers of State, Ministry, Health, Name, Honorable Dr. Bernard Okuboy. Ministry, Environment, Science, Technology and Innovation. Honorable Ophelia Mensa Hayford, MP. Ministry, Information Miss Fatima to Abubakar Ministry Gender Children and Social Protection Honorable Dakwa Newman MP Ministry Local Government 
Decentralized. If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com slash boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC member SIPC. ...and rural development. Honorable Martin Ajemensa Corsa, MP. Ministry, Sanitation and Water Resources. Honorable Andrew Ajapa Mesa, MP Ministry Greater Accra Region Honorable Titus Glover <laughs> Ministry Oti Region Mr. Daniel Machato B. Deputy Ministers of State. Ministry Information. Honorable Sylvester Tete, MP. Ministry Local Government Decentralization and Rural Development. Honorable Vincent Eko Asafwa MP Ministry Communications and Digitalization Honorable Charles Achampon MP Ministry Health Honorable Adelaide in team, MP, and Honorable Alexander Akwasi Aqua, MP. Ministry, West and Housing. Honorable Dr. Prince Hamidu Ama, MP. Ministry, Lands and Natural Resources. Honorable Akwasi Kunedu, MP. Ministry, Fisheries and Aquaculture Development. Honorable Musa Abdulaziz Ayaba, MP. Ministry, Energy. Honorable John Kobina Sani, MP and Honorable Collins Adumaku Mensa, MP. Ministry, Education. Honorable Kingsley Nyako, MP. Ministry, Employment and Labor Relations. Honorable Festus Ewa Kofi, MP. Ministry, Gender, Children, and Social Protection. Honorable Benjamin Setre Yebua, MP. Reassigned Ministers. I am also writing to inform you that the following ministers and the Minister of State have been reassigned to new offices with immediate effect. C. Ministers of State.
new designation Minister for Finance Name Honorable Mohammed Amin Adam MP Ministry Interior Honorable Henry Corte MP Minister for Roads and Highways Honorable Francis Asensu Bwache MP Minister for Works and Housing Honorable Kojo Opon Nkrumah MP Minister of State, Office of the President, Honorable Ambrose Derry, MP, Deputy Minister, New Designation, Deputy Minister for Local Government, Decentralization and Rural Development. Honorable Abdullahi Abanda MP. Yours sincerely, Nana Adodankwa Akufuadu, President of the Republic. Honorable members, the nominations are accordingly referred to the Appointments Committee for consideration and report. Leadership of the House, you are hereby called upon to submit the recomposed committees immediately for the consideration of the Committee on Selection. We need to approve the new composition of the new, newly approved committees by the House so that they can take immediate action on this reorganization of the government. Formal communication by the Right Honorable Speaker. members, this formal communication is in connection with the implementation of the new standing orders and transitional arrangements. I gave members last week the indication that this week I will formally communicate to you the details of the arrangement on the transition and orientation of members. You have the Speaker of Parliament, Alban Bagmin, announcing uh, the uh, reshuffled ministers and uh, 
to Parliament reading that letter that was submitted to him, signed by the President, Naneko Fuado. Now, let's get on to uh, another story. Vice President Dr. Mamadou Baumia is calling on all African states to ratify the International Convention on Anti-Personnel Mines, widely known as land mines. According to the Vice President, the deadly explosive devices, which are the remains of wars in conflict zones, killed or injured over 4,700 persons in 2022, with close to 50% of the casualties being children. Speaking at the regional conference on the humanitarian impact of the improvised anti-personnel mines, Dr. Baumia stressed there's the need for the International Convention on the Weapon to be ratified by all countries in order to collectively deal with the menace. Despite an international convention that prohibits the use, stockpiling, production, and transfer of landmines, there is a rise in global casualty rates around the world. To address the growing concern, especially in Africa, the National Commission on Small Arms and Light Weapons is hosting a three-day regional conference in Ghana, where all African states, non-governmental organizations, are meeting to find a lasting solution to the menace. Opening the conference with a keynote address, Vice President Dr. Mahmoud Bamiya stressed that the socioeconomic impact of landmines in Africa makes it imperative for all states to ratify the Convention on Anti-Personnel Mines. The use of improvised anti-personnel mines poses a grave threat to civilians, particularly in conflict-affected regions. These insidious weapons indiscriminately maim and kill innocent men, women and children, inflicting lasting physical and psychological harm. They disrupt livelihoods, impede socioeconomic development, and hinder efforts to achieve sustainable peace and security. Compliance on, the, on their declaration, compliance with these legal instruments is essential to preventing further human suffering and fostering a safer, more secure world for all. I therefore urge all states that are not parties to the convention to strive towards the ratification of the convention. That's how we wrap up the bulletin this morning. My name is Aisha Ibrahim. Log on to myjournaline.com for more of the news and updates of all the developing stories. Tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash boost by tax day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC.